Hey, hey, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. It's the Sand Tuck Man, Fisherman's View on Life, on Pod Bean. And I'm here to tell you, last night was great. For all those that tune in, I really appreciate you. And I had a slew of people say hey to me. So I'm going to be calling them out today and say hello back. And hopefully we get some live connections. You know? I was in uh, New Zealand last night. And uh, my new friend, Gareth Jones, he's uh, from South Africa, and he's living in New Zealand, doing some type of security installation. So I followed him, and it just so happened I have a cousin there. He's my fourth cousin. He didn't know him though, but I wish he did. All right. I said hello to my fifth cousin, Haley Barlow. She's in Natalie, Virginia. And I'm here in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's see if I had, I ain't got anything. Check and see where she's at. Whose side of the family she's on. Because I'm here to tell you, man, it's just getting amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm finding all these new relatives. This is where I'm going to have to get my saxophone here in a minute. She's on my mother's side. She's my fifth cousin. Up there in Virginia, mom's side of the family, putting it in our, our save box so I can know. I'm sending her a hello. She's totally Caucasian. And we share, she has 1% Sub-Saharan African. And I got 86%. And I got 11% European, and she got uh, 98%. So we connected twice, three times. East Asian, uh, Indigenous American. So we related three different times out of five. Three out of five there, cuz. Yep. Three out of five. See how this thing, we only got, we shared the number seven gene. And uh, whoever my fourth and fifth great grandparents were, they are something, okay? There's a lot of breeding going on back there. And that was Haley Barlow in Virginia. Nat Natalie, Virginia. Well, how you doing there, cousin? 
Hope everything's good with you and yours. All right. Let me see who the next one is. Got Jesse. Jessica. Jessica. Is it Jessa Jackson? Lincoln, Nebraska. Fourth cousin. Hello. Send her a hello today. Hope she responds. Hello today, Jessa. See who we have it in coming. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say dad's side, just for giggles. She looked like she make me a, a ambulance driver or a paramedic or something. Oh, I was right. You're my dad's side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your fourth cousin. My aunt is your fourth cousin. And we have a lot of fourth cousins in common. That's good. In Nebraska. I'll send her a hello. I think I already did. Yeah. Hello, cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I did. She's going to think I'm crazy now. <clears throat> yeah, that's way out there. Lincoln, Nebraska. Wow. All right. My cousin Angela, she don't want to have nothing to do with live. So she's like, just leave me alone off the live stuff. We could just say hey and call it a day. She don't want to talk. Nothing to lie. But she says, uh, the closest ancestors I have to there is on the Georgia-Alabama border that I know of anyway. And I told her I'm live now, so if you want to ask any questions, we don't have to talk. So she ain't uh she ain't respond. She don't want to be on the rate, she don't want to talk. Just listen then, you know, see what I'm talking about. But it's something. <clears throat> Filthy breakfast, you out there? Anybody else out there chilling? But I'm just been amazed. I've just been amazed that to uh, 23andMe has done thus far. This is amazing. And I got my cousin, Tammy. She's up in uh, New York, I think. Now I got to go through all of this again. I'm going to get somebody else. I ain't going through all that. I got Akeisha. She don't want to talk. Don't even have her uh, area where she live. So I ain't going to waste no time. So I'm going to stop just uh, sending out blank messages. If you ain't interested, you ain't got your name on there, and you don't want to talk, I'm going to say, okay. Hi, if you want to know anything, please send me a message. This is Annette, Annetta Kalowaski, 
Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. And I sent her a hello. She ain't responded. So I don't know what they're going to do. Send her another one. One in the Australian and then the Auckland and the New Zealander. Yeah. Dennis Flynn was his name. Out there in New Zealand. And Garrett Jones was the new guy I met. Garrett Jones. Let me see. Ayana. Ayana Solomon. My third cousin. <clears throat> we share a lot of bands. We got the second, the fifth, the 14th. We were uh, half a percent DNA match. Third cousin. Don't know where she is. She's 20 years old. Did she say hello? She ain't said hello. She's on my dad's side of the family. Yep. I'm really mad that people don't want to put pictures on there. I'm going to see if some of my folks want to call in. I'm inviting everybody. Inviting everybody. They want to come on? Say, hey, tell me, hey, Cousin Nikki. I would love to talk to Cousin Nikki again. Yeah, it's something. All right, that's enough. Anybody want to come in? Come on in. Got them out there? Who this is? Ayana, third cousin, somewhere. Don't know where you're at in the United States. Let me see whose side you're on. You're on my dad's side of the family. No picture. No picture. Hello. Jonah. I called out Jonah the other day. She's working. She ain't responding. I guess she's still working. Jonah is where? She's my fourth cousin. She's in Wichita Falls, not Texas. She said, I got some relatives who have adopted out their children. Wouldn't mind being contacted if they were ever curious or wanted to find relatives. 
Well, I'm reaching out there, cuz. Ain't nobody reaching back. You working that 12-hour shift, I understand. That's good. But she's at least out there. So, tons of cousin. Tons of cousin that don't want to speak. After we have said hello, now you don't want to talk. It just doesn't make sense. See, my cousin Gary want to call. Gary Keeling. He's in Chesapeake, Virginia. Holy cow. He ain't responding. I said hello to him. Yeah. So that really perturbs me. He's my fifth cousin. And you say you want to talk to family, but don't respond. So he's 40. I'm born. No, he's 38. 58. Yeah. He's 38 years old. Hey, cousin. Out there in Chesapeake, Virginia. That's two lights away. Two lights. Yep, two lights away. Skip, there goes some old relatives. And I sent Bobby Burnett a message. He ain't responding. So I ain't going to be sending more messages out to the same people that don't want to respond. So take it however you want to take it. But I'm, I'm kind of perturbed. If you are on here, and I didn't say hello, and you just said hello, and now you're stopping. Yeah. Nakasha, how you doing? I'm going to go online and call my cousin and see if she want to talk. I'm going to do that. Go on my messages. Check out some of my cousins. Yeah, let me see. Let's see if Jada, I'm going to call her. I'm calling Jada Harper. She's my cousin. I hope she answered. <laughs> She ain't an answer. She wondering who this. All right, so I'll end it. She ain't responding. You're not friends on Facebook. Oh, she ain't referring. She didn't return my friend request, so I guess she don't want to talk. Let me see if I can get somebody else. La, la, la. 
Got a cousin, Lisa. Hello, cousin. Let me see. Lisa Edwards. You're not friends. Let's see if she'll answer. She won't answer either. Lisa, okay. I ain't gonna let just sit here and let it ring. Let me see. Keisha. Kashaya Nelson. Let's see if she's up here. She's on another line. Hang on. I'm gonna just text her and see if she knows what I'm saying. Hello, cousin. Live now. You wanna chat? Ta-da. Yeah. I John Diane, I got time. Teresa. Looking for some more family members. Can't find them. Yeah. Mm. So the three family members I tried to contact didn't want to pick up. So I'm going to leave it at that. They don't want to talk. I ain't going to beg. Feel me? They could have things going on. So I'm going I'm to say they do. <clears throat> yep. You hear I, my cheap studio so let me see if my my cousin my friend uh becky want to talk becca She's in Ghana. Bad connection there too. It's just something. Can't get nobody to say hello. All right. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm live on my podcast. Live on the pod. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There we go. So nobody want to chat. So I ain't going to uh, beg them to, to chat with me. So I'll go back on here. Call out some more names. See if anybody want to come in and say hey to the ball man. This is Santuck man. And I'm live. And I got all these cousins all over. I'm getting ready to go and see if I can get some more to say hey. Oh, getting drowsy again. Yep, yep, waiting on this thing to load. There we go. There we go. My cousin in South, in Canada. Let me see, already sent her That's this cheap studio. Let me see here. I'm gonna be on the West Coast tonight and see uh, what I got out of here. Got somebody in Ashland. Where is Ashland? Do I already have this on there? Ashland, Oregon. That's Andrea, Andrea Zundale. She's my fifth cousin. She was, uh, I ain't put nobody in there. Let me find out the side. I'm gonna run and get my saxophone, man. I'm gonna play while all this stuff is going. Taking too long to load. You on my dad's side. Zoomdale. Dad's side of the family. Hmm. Hmm, got a Cannonville. Where's this Cannonville? Cannonville, Oregon. Now, this person is Louise Cousins. I live in Oregon and would like to like more information about my father's side of the family. Let's see what side of the family he's on. She's on. Louise Cousins. You're my cousin, Cousins. <laughs> I want to be like this. You're my mom's side. Mom and dad got folks out there in Oregon. That's amazing. Mom's side. That's Louise Cousins. She's my fourth cousin. Tam Tamra Kusta. 
Kunstall, Crescent City, California. You're my fourth cousin. Let's see what side you're on. I didn't share. Filthy. Are you out there? Filthy breakfasts. Are you out there, boss man? You're on my mom's side there, Tamron Kunstall. Mom's side. Kunstall. Mm -hmm. Fourth cousin. Crescent City, California. Tamra Kunstall. Then we got Danielle Sproul. Eureka, California. Hello, fourth cousin. I gotta go like this. Don't be. You're my mom's side there, Danielle. Danielle Sparrow, mom's side. Then I got a Larry Barrows. Barrows. He's out in Grants Pass, Oregon. Fourth cousin. Grants Pass, Oregon. All these people, man, you never knew existed. Never knew existed, man. What's so wrong? Tell me why we should go all the way to the moon. Mom's side. Mm. And back. That's Larry Barrows out in Grants Pass, Oregon. Grants Pass. Then we got Michael Aplin. Michael Aplin. Twenty-seven minutes I've been out here. It's twenty-seven minutes and nobody called in. This is on mom's side. Yeah. Mom got a bunch of folks out there. That's Michael Appland. And he's in Grant. Pass Oregon. 
Grants Pass, Oregon. No picture. Then we got Krentz Mintz. This is in Roseburg, Oregon. Roseburg, Oregon. See what side of the family. I'm going to go with mom. Could be wrong. Could be my dad. Skippy. Da, 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 da. You're my dad's son. To my mom and my dad. Got people out there on the West Coast. Oregon, California. Wow. Whole lot of people. Four fifth cousins we have in common there. And he's Caucasian. Let's see how many bands we share. We share the number seven, half identical. Chris Mintz, Roseburg, Oregon. Wow. That's seven people out there on the West Coast. Let's see, got 12 more out here. I got uh, 12 more. I'm going to do these 12. Andrea Correno. Yeah, I didn't talk to her already. She's my fifth cousin. Let's see what side I put her on, though. Mom's side. Yeah, I ain't going to go back out here. Oh, I got to load that map. Load the map. Oh, it was quick this time. Daisy Baldwin, Aberdeen, Washington. Daisy Baldwin. Where is Daisy? Oh, I remember Daisy. Yeah, I'm gonna call her Daisy Baldwin. Go on Facebook, Daisy Baldwin. There you go. Yeah, we're friends. Mm. Hey. Hello today, cousin. Hope all's well. I'm live. On my podcast. I know folks are saying it sounds scary. You want to chat? Mm. 
See what she said. I sent some flowers to try to coerce it. Daisy Baldwin. Hello, cousin. <laughs> hello, hello, cousin. Mm-hmm. I'm going back on my thing here. Daisy and I said he- hello on Facebook. Patrick Moore, Auburn, Washington. So use the gift your sister gave you. He says, hello, my name is Patrick, and my sister gave this to me as a gift. Well, find your relatives, man. Hello. Cuz, I sent you a hello in November in 2021. Nothing. So I'm sending you another one today. 2022. Whole year later, man. Then we got Jeff Salloway. He says, I'm 56 years old. Oh, was adopted, found my birth mother at age 32. I'm curious about family history. I have no history on birth father other than my than he may be from North Carolina. And he's my fifth cousin. He's one of the 22 people that uh, have been adopted. He's the second one that uh, has found his adopted, his uh, biological family. I don't mind. I mean, in his mother and, you know, that part. Second one. And my cousin Teresa helped one find his his mother. So we're related on my mom's side there, boss man. I'm going to send you a hello and tell you my side of the family. Mom's side. Yeah, boss. And I would love for you to chat. You one of the ones I want to chat with. Yeah. Bellingham, Washington. Oh, I, I sent the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, let me uh give him the correct number. Seven five seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call it that other number.
on my podcast. You want to chat? Yeah, he, that was in 21 we talked. Then February 22 we talked. And the day. So, but he ain't responding. Hope he's all right. Got somebody out in Boney Lake, Washington. Hello, cousin. Send him a hello. Well, I didn't send him several. He's only sent one back. He don't want to talk to him. He ain't said much. Boney Lake. Mm-hmm-hmm. See what side of the family he's on. Share health report. I'll share it. I ain't got him on the what side of the family yet. But I am looking for my side. Talk to you. Talk to me. About, he's on my mother's side. Mom's side there, boss. Let's see this again. Da, 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 boom. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was Thomas Oldham. Out there in Bunny Lakes. Bunny Lakes, Washington. You're on my mom's side of the family. I got Kareth Bearden. Kareth Kareth Bearden. Cool name, Kareth. Share the health report. Find the relatives in common. Filthy. Where are you, Filthy? Give me a holler, man. Cousin Eddie, are you still listening? Give me a holler. Let me know how the family doing. You're on my mom's side, boss man. Yep. Mom's side of the family. Yep, yep, I'm somewhere down the road I go. And that was Kareth Bearden out there in Bothell, Washington. Or Bothell, Washington. Or Bothell, Washington. Whatever Washington. <laughs> That's where you at. Kareth Bearden. Fourth cousin. Tim Clevenger. 
Where are you, Tim? Tim is out there. Listen. He said, I know nothing. I was adopted at birth and have no knowledge of my biological family and would like to acquaint myself with them. Holy cow. Number 24, the 24th person in my family that it was adopted. 24. And I'm only on about 400 people already. But the 24th person that was adopted. Holy cow. Let's see. We shared a number four band. Let me find out what side you're on so I can help you out, cuz. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep, you're on my mother's side, mom's side. So I'm going to have to send you a message and tell you tonight. Yeah, mom's side. Well, hello, cousin. I hope I can be with some help. Hello today, cousin. Hope all's well. Wow. You are my 24th cousin that had, that was adopted. Wow. Wow, wow. You are... Throw that one in there. You are related on my mother's side. She was. H E E. Yeah, yes. M. And finally, Harris. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. South Carolina, that is South, South Carolina. Mm. Wow, Tim.
and he's in Castle Rock, Washington. Oh, hey, hey, how you doing out there? Hello, I ain't see you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I just wrote hell. <laughs> ain't no ups. How you doing? Who this? Let me find out who you are so I can uh, follow you. Oh, I'm following you already. The dude, Sean. Hey, hey, I remember you. How you doing? Give me a call. Don't be afraid. I just sent you a, a speaker uh, uh, to, to, to talk to me. So give me a call there. The dude, Sean. Hey. What's going on, my friend? How are you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing good. I can't complain. I hear you. I hear you. When I was uh, on last night, and I was, why are you muted? I got a lot of background noise, so I don't want to jack your show up. Coming off of your end? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You can still hear me, though, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to mute. Okay, I got background, too. It ain't going to mess it up. I don't care. We can we can just talk over it. I got cars, motorcycles, cops, all coming through here. And Badir, how you doing? Badir is in there. Hey, I got I got uh, somebody on there to do Sean, and now Badir, how you doing today, Badir? Hope all is well with you. Sean, you still there? Yeah, loud and clear, my friend. I uh, just want to remind all the guests in the program, if you could kindly follow my man, this is a great show. You don't know what you've stumbled upon. This is a nice hidden gem here, <laughs> and, uh, as well as myself, if you, if you could. Okay. So, uh, do yourself a favor. You're worth it. Follow, like, share, and all that good stuff. Well, Rock. thank you. Thank you. How you been? Man, love, loving life. Just continue to niche away. Mm-hmm. Staying solution based and uh <clears throat> you know, trying to put the best foot forward. Since uh, last time we talked, it's been a been maybe a little over a week, I think. Yeah. Been about maybe that. Too. Time is flying by, that's for sure. Yeah. So. I was I was talking to a guy last night in New Zealand. And uh I have one cousin there. <laughs> Oh, wow. I was like, that's what I said. I was like, holy cow. Then I asked him, I asked him the ultimate question. I said, do you know it? <laughs> he didn't know it. He didn't know it. But uh, we was uh, conversating for about a good hour, man. And he's going to do the 23andMe or some DNA test because he was like, he don't know none of his family. And that's sad, man. Yeah, I'm going, that's just wrong. Especially he got a big family. He didn't know his dad's side of his family. Didn't know his mother's side of his family. And he didn't, he's like, I really don't know what part of the world I come from. I know I'm German, but I grew up in South Africa. Oh, that's wow. amazing, man. Yeah, it's, it's really diverse. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. He said jobs are hard to come by in New Zealand. He installs uh, security stuff. 
Oh, wow. I wonder if it's that just that style of job or jobs all together. Jobs all together. He said they uh, New Zealanders, well, whatever they call, uh, couldn't get stuff done without labor camps, man. They got a whole bunch of Asians, Middle Easterns that come over there strictly for the money. Can't afford to live there, but they on those little projects, you know, they give them housing and whatnot. And they build a 10 story building or something, you know? Yeah, that sounds like, um, man, I don't know about that one. And I heard they got locked up real, like uh, pretty strict over there during this last. I don't know, man. When I was in the Navy, we 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 was always giving those brief. You don't want to go to jail here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so whatever country we was in, we always tried to respect the laws. Shoot, I ain't got time to be speaking no language in prison. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah, nobody can get you out. You gonna do your thirty? You know what I mean? That's a long time, man. For sure. Nobody coming to see you. Mm. I ain't never did no prison time. Don't want to do none. You know? Have you done a DNA test? No, uh, not, you know, not really my thing. I got um, some family that I know of and stuff, but as far as extended lineage, I just go by like whatever. Mm. My parents used to tell me. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I hear you. It was like that for me growing up. And but I as I got older and I was all in the Navy and stuff, I, I just did it because I thought I might have had a kid out there. So so far I haven't came across one. Seemed like they would put them up first if there was one out there. Well, you know what? I I heard somewhere that they uh, like they sell your DNA or like they sell your results or something to info to I don't know different stuff like that. So I, like, I don't know. They sell it, <laughs> then I, I they sell it. If they want to find out where I'm at, I've been I've been in Codis. You know what Codis is, right? No, what's that? That's the FBI database. For DNA. So I've been encoded since 94. So that's my DNA. If they want, they could have been got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same here. I, I forget what the fuck I did, but I did something good. And I got in trouble yeah. with the law. The, uh, it went all out on me. Had me looking at some eye machine and everything. I was like, oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't care about all that stuff, man. You know, technology, they know what you're doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? They know where you live. They know how much money you got. Just because of one thing you did. If you bought a car, bought a house, went shopping, used your credit card, you know, you can't live in such a bubble on who got your info. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, um... I had some friends, uh, they're a little bit older than I am, that had moved out recently, 
with uh, the wife of the family uh, came home in tears one day for some stuff that they were trying to have the teachers with the pronoun. Yeah. So uh, that day they decided to up and move, and they're they're off the grid. They don't do off the grid. Off the, yeah, like you know how they say now, just they moved out, found property, no phones, no nothing. Yeah. No luxury, just living off of yeah. It, she can't. That was it. They were like, nope. That was the last straw. That and that wasn't too long ago. Like probably, uh, you know, maybe four months ago. <clears throat> wow. You know, technology isolates a certain a certain age group because you you got to do everything on the www. My mother was eighty when she passed. And we didn't allow her to get on the computer from 60, well, now I'll go 70 to 80 because it was just too much. You, you, you'd sell the house, the car, the dog, you know? <laughs> so because of technology, I can understand how people can just go screw it. I, I, I talk to my people and I be telling them, look, man, y'all need to send me some snail mail. Cause I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Everything WW find this W. Uh, nah, you, you got people that don't do the WWs. They too old. They ain't mastered nothing. You know what I mean? <coughs> For sure. And there's a lot of traps and zaps on there. Yeah. 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 There's people. I had a friend of mine tell me, man, about a family member giving away money to total strangers because they said they was this person or that person or you won something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's a danger. Piece. Yeah, it's just just sad, man. Technology can drive people to a point where you don't want to open up your computer. I had to take my computer back to the shop to have them reset it. It's brand new. Like, they ain't. You know, we're supposed to walk out of here set. No, I had to bring it back three weeks into it. You know? So I don't like techno. I'm not a I'm not a technological person. And I don't like the speed of which technology goes because everybody is not perfecting each stage of change in technology, you know. I'm not a Instagram master. You ain't a Excel master before the next one come out. You know what I mean? You yeah, just lost. Everybody way behind. And not only do people not uh, keep up in each level of development as it goes along, but uh, the developers of this technology aren't typically um, haven't mastered it either as well as knowing right. side, side effects like radiation right and, right you know different stuff you know they just kind of throw it out there if the consumer wants it so everybody's really at a loss at that point I, right I guess, i've been thinking you know you you really put in words what i have not been able to capture myself i, I like that thank you so much i'm really glad you're more than welcome yeah i might got to better click on this show today rather than uh, <laughs> i was gonna go do something else i'm glad now 
So not now. Yeah. I, I thank you with your help. I'm going to be able to bring a, a strong argument to the table. Those are two great supporting factors. We need to slow right. our roll. They're talking about trying to block out the sun or land on Mars. I'm like, why don't we? Why don't we do tomorrow? Why, why mm-hmm. don't we just do right now? You know what I'm <laughs> like people starving, can't find a job in New Zealand. Let's just do here right now. <laughs> It was like it was like the uh, NASA finding the black hole, right? And this uh, weather guy was trying to explain time to this uh, coworker he had. He said, "If we were to send something through the black hole, it would take three hundred and seventy-five years to get a response." And she's like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> like who's gonna be around? <laughs> right to prove it you know <laughs> and you got people you got people now don't have a job you were in about 350 years to get a response from the black hole <laughs> that's true it's, it's just right. wrong you know yeah, yeah so I'm just blown away at the rational thinking people do with the necessities. You know, we we don't need to know that. There's a reason why space is space. We don't supposed to be up there, in my view. You know, just traveling around. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's the way things kind of uh, always been, you know. I think people just when people think we're the shit, mm-hmm. kind of put our chest out, and then God, yeah, whatever you believe in, you know, has a way of showing us, like, you know what, it ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the people that complain about being here in America. I see, you know, you ain't you ain't left the country. You ain't seen a third world country. I didn't seen a third world country. You know what I mean? I didn't seen where you had the hog in the back room, and you and you sleeping right next to the wall behind the, in the hog right behind you. That's your house. You know what I mean? I'm going, you complaining. You can't complain. You ain't seen you ain't seen bad, you know? Yeah, we've had it like a cakewalk in the US for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's wrong with uh, these teens now. <coughs> I pity I pity parents, man. I, I'm like, no, y'all bartering with your child. You know, I don't debate. You're the kid. I'm the parent. Shut up. End of story. Do that now. You go to jail. Hurt my feelings. No. no. Got to raise a better child. They ain't out there now. They'll, um, you know, the way that they're talking for a while is like they're going to try to lock you up. If, you're, if your son thinks they're a girl and you don't go along with it, shit. And then they threaten to hey. kid and fuck your whole family up. And yeah. 
All kinds of stuff. Not even a teenager, like like two, like five year old, two year or three or something, you know. Get an idea one day, and then like, yeah, okay. So specifically, I heard a story. There was like a divorce, and the mom was encouraging it, while the dad was like, "Oh hell's no." Uh, and like the mom was having the kid, like the boy wear like dresses and stuff. Mm. Stay with the dad. The dad was like, mm, "Nope." But when the word got back to the mom and she exploited a fact and then used against next thing you know, like he's in jail. Wow. Like, taking a kid. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. Just totally destroying the brain of the child, you know? Right? Like, it's something. Making it through the world on that start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, I don't understand it. But I've been been running into people on here on my twenty three and me. I didn't got about uh, sixty new contacts since we last talked, and it's just been amazing. Third, fourth, fifth cousins. Just had a contact from a guy. It lives right down the street from me. And I've been here 20 years. He's my fourth cousin. <laughs> right down the street. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's wrong. Didn't even know he existed. Wow. Could have passed yeah, him by. It's like in 20 years, you guys could have been great teammates financially. Yeah. You know, that's one great way to like get ahead of the, however you want to word it, system or the man or, you know, just get the competitive edge. Fuck, you know, because you get to get taken right. where you look right. either way. So with a partner and partner to help out and shit and run, oversee things and hold each other's back and get the word and actually. Right. Shit, I don't have to convince you that teamwork is the shit. Yeah, you know, I, I cut hair, right? And I talk to these people all the time. And I was talking to this uh, up and coming officer. He was in what they call the ROTC program, which uh, in college. And I asked him, I said, what are they doing for y'all on leadership? Because I know it's a very sensitive Navy. He said, we don't do leadership anymore. We do networking. <laughs> networking he, the, he's like uh the professor was telling us everybody you meet you need to say hello to him and try to uh stay in contact in some shape form because they are they're gonna they are gonna be the reason why you get to that next level all because you said hey ain't got nothing to do with leadership nothing oh like yeah uh, it's not what you know but who you know who you know and they're, they're teaching that you need to know people because this that and the other is going to require some knowledge to, to get you in the next step you know you can only go for so far taking a test you can only go so far getting promoted but you want that job even outside in the world, 
outside the military, you still keep in contact with that person. Just say hello. How did you get that job that you was looking for? I know Billy, he worked over there at the at that same place. You want me to give him a holler? That's how it worked. <laughs> That's how it worked. And if you don't know the network, you're losing out. I lost out in the Navy. I didn't network. I cursed people out because I was there to do a job. Shut up. You know? And uh, they made more rank than I did because I, I didn't network. They remember me because I cursed them. Not because I said hello. I'm cursing because you can't manage your time. You know? And I got to get on my schedule to work around yours. No, that ain't going to work. You get cussed out. So I got left behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's an interesting take. I've never really thought of it that way from the military. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the people around your own jobs. They, they, shoot. Some of them be moving up the ranks quick. Like, how do you get that? I've been here eight years. Didn't even know about that job. Now all of a sudden he got it. Been here three years. I trained him on a couple things, you know? But now he's up there on a different job, getting paid. Mm-mm. It ain't because he's knowledgeable. He know the right people. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk to some of your friends. See what they think. They'll tell you the same thing, man. Yeah, watch this guy. Watch this girl. You know, just got on up there. Manager now. Getting bit, getting paid, you know? So, just like that. Like that, like that. That's why I'm trying to do this. You get my, I got 40, 50 people in one area in California. All family. Don't even know each other exists. I ain't said hello ever. And they're all in the same place. Could be at the, working in the same hospital. Don't even know their cousin. <laughs> Missing out on opportunity. Each one of, you know? Just wrong. I got somebody else came in. Miller, hey, how you doing? I'll follow you. Invite you as a speaker if you want. You want to come in? Hello, Miller, Miller. Who is Miller? Where you at, Miller? Mila. But yeah. So you've been working hard? Yeah, I have my friend uh, playing a lot of strategies. Oh, let me uh, step aside for our, our friend Miller. <clears throat> this, he came on and went off. Ain't no thing. Come I back on see, there. I see they're in the panel. Miller, can you hear us? ain't on my end. It's just there listening. I got to invite him again. But you just been taking this and that as it go, huh? Uh, no, I've been pushing, pushing pretty, uh, pretty good, but, um, 
right now I'm playing the, uh, uh, like, like I've had, I had my car vandalized, like, fucking mm. five different occasions within the last two weeks, so, mm. but, eh, but, you know, like, like you said, like, we, we don't have it too bad here, so, I, you know. Wow. God's love and all that happy stuff. Yeah. Mila, wow. No, nah, he, he left again. I don't know what time it is. I invited him. He ain't coming on. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I've just been chilling out. I'm getting ready to get on down to Carolina. I'm moving from here. Going down to Carolina. Set up camp down there. Ain't going to work no more. Just do this and go fishing. I might get me uh, about 50 chickens and a uh, couple hundred pounds of grits and some sausage and bacon and just sell breakfast all day. That's all I'm going to have. Sausage, bacon, uh, eggs, and grits. <laughs> all day. That's awesome. That's it. Breakfast all day. Three scrambled eggs, three side, three eggs over easy. You know, I ain't gonna do an omelet. I ain't gonna do an omelet. I ain't gonna do an omelet because people be wanting omelet. I don't want no omelet. I'm gonna scramble them, fry them hard or something. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something to do. I took a year off. When I went down to Carolina in 2009, and it was the worst year of my life. I watched my body just go down, man. I was, I was just dragging. Well, this ain't even right. This ain't even, you don't even supposed to be like tired all the time. You know what I mean? I was tired of being tired. <laughs> and I never watched TV. Because in the military, you ain't watching TV. You watching TV in the military, you ain't got no qualifications at all. So I never watched TV. And when, you know, when I took that year off, that's all I had. Just watching TV, cutting grass. Watch TV, cut grass. Well, it's like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> yeah, that's hard on the body. Yeah. Both things, yeah. just sitting still, and then uh, the landscaping stuff. It'll make you dead ass tired at the end of the day, but it really doesn't uh, condition health in your body so much. Right, right. Um, I was cutting an acre of grass every week. You know. It wasn't enough to stimulate the brain. So I had to get it to a point, get myself back right. Then I tried to sell furniture, and that was even boring. That was just so boring. Like every every day I got to look at this couch, and you want me to sell it. They don't buy it. They don't buy it. They ain't got time. <laughs> like, what kind of salesman are you? I don't need to sell it. You need it, you buy it. You know, they don't understand that. They ain't like me for that. 
So, but uh, I'm gonna have to do some. You know? Yeah, you got Wish I was a mechanic. Can you work on cars? Nope. That's one skill set I would like to know. <clears throat> yeah. My then buddy Johnny, I'm here, here to tell you. All my cars huh? keep getting all my cars keep getting fucked with. Mm. Um I will be moving and I'm I will be learning how to fix them as I go along, I guess, the hard way. Yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> That's amazing, man. Bandage over here, bandage over there. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I took some repair shop stuff in school, but nothing too elaborate. Yeah. Stuff. I, yeah, I, just something to keep you interested. You ain't really delve into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the brick mason thing in school. I wish I could have gotten into it more, but you had an hour in class after you got bus from the high school to the uh, vocational school. I'm like, yeah, you can't learn nothing. By the time you set your stuff up, it's time to leave. <laughs> it's like, screw this, man. Tired. Yep. <clears throat> Primarily, uh, those kind of classes, uh, the traits, and then right to the curriculum around that because you can fuck around and copy math all damn day, and then look what happened to us. And then they right, do right. The computer, anyways. Now I'm like, oh come on, they don't even teach. Cur-. I'm like, all right, the gig is up. Just show us how to make money, so people just that's it. That's it. I am here to tell you. I had a guy who, who whose wife was a teacher, and we talked about that. I was cutting his hair, and I told him, I said, you know, if my mother had listened to me, I would be been a multimillionaire by now, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, I begged my mother to let me quit school in the eighth grade because I wanted to drive a bulldozer. I said they was making $20 an hour back in the eighth grade. That was 75, 75, 74, 75, somewhere on there. $20 an hour. I said, by the time I'm 17, I'm, I'm banking. I wasn't going to be paying no rent when you're living at home with mom, you know? So mom and dad was going to be paying the mortgage. So all I had to do was just go to work and save the money. And I said, by the time I was 15, 16, I had my own bulldozer and I'd be making $150 an hour. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody needed a bulldozer operator. Yeah. And I had the bulldozer, so I set the price. I would have had my own business, man. But now I'm in a well, stupid class. You would have those uh, connections that we were talking about. Right, right, right. That's what you need. If you don't have it, man. But but for some odd reason. Also in the family hookup, if you if they're paying rent, and then like you know, rather than be just punt, literally punting the most valuable labor time, because that's before you even need caffeine to get out of bed. If you're like right. 16, 
you can like jump out a fucking two-story window and bounce up and like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like get right back to work and shit. Like it's the pre right. time. Like life hasn't, you know, beaten you down so much yet. You just bring in so much money into that household. You with that with that extra teamwork, you could get ahead of the bank. You could dice up a mortgage like no other. Right. I think right. the only risky element that a lot of young guys who get involved in the trades early and, and start touching that money early. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a little bit more adult in that regard is like a DUI or that kind of mm-hmm. thing where they're like, you know, mm-hmm. get a little carried away with their new freedoms and the money and the money and the moolah and uh, uh, drinking away, like working hard, you know, all that kind of shit. But I feel like you're going to have that stuff when they're going to college, if they're just not really working and going to college anyway. So, again, that's mm-hmm. like. That's like eight years almost on like, you know, uh, like 60 grand salary. Or right. That's like, that's where it's at. And then their salary improves as you go along and then you further make connects and who knows, maybe you learn other traits that make more. And, uh, right. Right. All the contractors. My dad used to work for a, a, a general contractor and the general contractor would build a development. And my dad, Got the driveway. He poured the driveway. He poured the garage. He poured the uh, patio. He poured the the walkway on every house the developer built. All because he knew the developer. Yeah. No. I mean, the developer was like, bingo. I got a reliable concrete man that can pour. X amount of yards, and I can rely on it. He's he's my man. His work is good. Going to make my work look that much more better. And so we go from there, right? And my dad stayed in work. Never had a never had a day he didn't he couldn't do a job. And that's all because of his hookup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's actually so folks gotta realize it. You gotta start saying hey to 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 the cashier at the doggone grocery store because she might be the next CEO or something. You know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah. And that guy I was talking to in New Zealand, uh Garrett, I was like, man, if you only knew my cousin that's there. He could be the guy you're looking for to get the job you need. And here it is. I'm talking to you. He's there, and he don't know we talking. That's a shame, man. Everybody need to have a, a, a good set of hookups. Good set. You don't have that. You're lost. You always be working hard every day, hard, harder and harder each day. You know? Yeah, I, I um, so I like to, uh, I like to do this one uh, delivery job I have. And when I, I walk around, essentially, I, uh, long story short, I kind of had like a breakthrough. I realized, like, you know, depending on where you're at in the food chain on these projects, like, mm. if you're building a couple hundred homes, especially if you have like friends and family that are also in there right involved 
like every project, you're going to have like basically at least one of those houses you can buy into in that neighborhood. And then you can proceed to network th through there as very expensive other families start to move in. And right. And even like, uh, you know, security job, you know, really solidify a foot uh, a footing you know? right I don't understand it you know they don't they don't teach job in high school I am the one person that thinks once you realize she's a girl and once she realizes you a boy you need a job yeah. that's all there is to it Huh? They should, they should, they should work those uh, those trade jobs to where they they actually place you in a position at work where you're already right. making money, right? In high school and then right doing your thing, right? You should have an apprenticeship every summer. You should not just be running around the streets. You should be working with a paid governmental. Uh, instructor trainee that's going to have you on the job learning and when you graduate you have an apprenticeship job and you're going to be making money it improved taxes everybody be paying taxes it'll cut the welfare rate it'll cut the prison rate you know what i mean it'll cut the drug selling rate all that good stuff you got a job if you don't get taught you need a job, you'll do any and everything, then it'll be too late when you figure out you need a job because you had a, a criminal record. You selling weed and making a whole lot of money, McDonald's ain't going to be calling you and you saying, okay, I'm going. You know what I mean? I think it would make the phone addiction a lot less tempting. Are you? I'm here to tell you. Yeah, you know, like... I really regret all the time that I was sitting around in my lifetime watching, watching fucking television, thinking that I was um, enjoying my off time, so to speak, or something. Or uh, right, like what, what in the world? <laughs> like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. Like you know, all you hear is like the game show, like the error, like, eh. <laughs> like no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? You should send the buzz on school. Like, bah, I don't need this class. Thank you. Bah, next. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just wrong, man. Absolutely wrong. Yeah. If not an eight-hour day, at least like a solid four-hour on a job. A job. Story. Yeah. I think, I think every business trade, every business trade should be connected to the high school. You should walk out of high school knowing you got a job or knowing you're certified to do something. Yes, I agree. Now, I, I know you did military, but I also mm -hmm. feel like, um, I, I just feel like those kids are too young for recruiters to, to get near for the most part. Mm. So I, I, you know, I it's a great maybe option, but I think with those trade jobs and apprenticeships, then I feel like, like when I was going to JROTC or ROTC is because I felt like that was my uh, option. Mm -hmm. but like it, but like in a misguided way. So I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here other than 
Like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, uh, Well, I, this is the reason why I joined the military, okay? It was, it was not patriotic reason. It was not because I wanted to fight some country somewhere or I wanted to be some general or whatnot. I needed a job. I'm from a small town. The only job opportunities there were uh, factory jobs of of, of cotton mills, right? Textile mills. And, And now all of them are closed in their hometown and there's no employment. You got ghost towns, man. You got blocks empty. Nobody there. So for the for the school system not to realize that these kids are going to grow up and need a job you got me for 12 years of my life and i walk out of school and the only opportunity i have is to go to the military so that was my opportunity because i realized there were no jobs in my hometown and my other my other options sell weed right? Be a street person hanging and slanging, right? So that was going to get old and I was going to go to jail. So I said, join the military. Been around the world five times. Drive any ship in the world. Been been the man in charge of three military vessels. Didn't want to do any one of them. You know what I mean? But I like the fact that I had a job. Feel me? Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think the reason why there's a high dropout, high dropout, because those young kids realize they want a job. And nobody in those classes that they are taking is explaining to them the reason why you're taking this class is because the job you're going to get because they realize it ain't i don't need to know about the nomads of africa to get a job there's no job out there saying we are hiring for the nomad training in africa you know what i mean but i gotta sit in this class then i gotta pass this subject and then what nothing nothing I ain't using it. I ain't going over there. You know what I'm saying? And if I go, I gotta, I gotta learn now, not way back when. I gotta learn now. You know what I'm saying? So I can't take the knowledge that you took, you you told me in high school, and do nothing with it. I gotta do now, and now requires a job. Then I can go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And it just amazes me. And how many people graduate with nothing? How? Got this beautiful diploma. Oh, my baby graduated. Ain't got no job. No hope of having a job. Ain't certified. Nothing. Ain't nobody going to call him. Now he's going to go to college and get fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 in debt. Don't make sense. don't make sense so all those kids that have dropped out of school 
they were just as bored as I was because they knew they needed a job. And they got to go take some stupid class just because it's part of the curriculum. Why? I can't make money with it. You shouldn't teach it to me. So sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, assuming that their history is even right. They could be just fuck. They could be wrong or make, you know. Yeah. Shit it's like Columbus didn't discover nothing. How do you discover stuff from people on it? How? Yeah. And then think about this, too. All those hours of just sitting still when their bodies are the youngest and supposed to be moving around and doing shit. That's a right. Health issue, uh, a life issue, because you can't make money. So now you're a part of the system. Chances are you can go get pregnant, get somebody pregnant, right? So they're going to be on welfare. Don't care about the color, black, white, red, yellow, brown. They're going to be on welfare because they can't get a job. With, the, with information, not knowledge, is information that you have given them in high school. Knowledge, I can wire a building, right? Information, I can look at the building that somebody donated. You know what I mean? I don't care about that. I need a job. And if I was to go to a school board and say that to them, they would they would just be so upset. We we gotta teach our history and make it no. You got to get me a job. Plain and simple. And I shouldn't have to join the military or go to the college. I can make great money if you taught me how to work. Right. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I don't have a college degree. And it's really, it's really, uh, you said it well, like, shouldn't have to be forced into debt with college and not just no. financial debt but it's a time sack too right totally and most college kids go to college their first three years not knowing what they want to be they just got to take all of these electives for the first two years so for the first two years all you're taking is electives 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 you got to take this you got to take that then you can figure out if you want to be on this course or that. And I'm like, nah, hey, it's just nothing, man. Waste of time. If you ain't going to make money or change something in that class that is going to be beneficial to the whole wide world in your pocketbook, don't give me that class. I don't want to take a religious class because all of the religions in the world. You know what I mean? I can't make money with that. If I want to go to church, I pick one. End of story. You know what I mean? But you got to go and delve into it and try to decipher in order to get a passing grade. I don't want to decipher. So next, when I tell them, just give me an A. I can spell religion. They'll tell me uh, uh, it don't work like that. You feel me? For sure. Yeah. I don't understand it, man. I think 
think that she huh? practiced at that point, practiced living in a uh, group situation as well. Like uh, with their peers, like they do in college. But mm. um, I don't like I don't like roommates. Everybody everybody isn't compatible. It's like uh, what I was thinking though is it could be like you know by the end of that four year apprenticeship, like if it was during like through high school and college, like mm. four, to, four to eight year, like mm. maybe, I don't know maybe maybe that's not the answer, but maybe some way where they're already gonna have a house. Uh, living arrangement as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. We got to do something better. You know, I I love barbering, but the requirements to become a school is so mind-bogglingly staggering, man. I don't know how a small business person can do it. They want they want you to have a college curriculum in a strip mall setting no right i'm gonna teach you i'm gonna make sure you know how to do it and then when you graduate we're gonna make sure you get your license and then we're gonna make sure you uh you are legal to do the job but you gotta go through hoops man these is just stupid i'm going wow doesn't make sense. And then you can't you can't be a disciplinary school because if you kick too many people out, you'll lose your certification. So now you're in school no more because you wanted perfection. Is that stupid? Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy cow, man. Ooh, it's about time for me to get cut off. I've been on here for an hour and a half. So I'm going to have to roll there. All right? All right, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right, you, you, I'll be on here almost nightly. Look for me, boss. And uh, I hope to have some family members calling in and we can trip out. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Until the next time. All right. Well, I appreciate you. Right okay, on. you be good, Sean. All right, sir. Until the next time. All righty. Thank you again. Getting ready to do the countdown. 10, 9, nine eight, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Bam. Peace.